I was a uh, practicing clinician working in a home health agency model. I wasn't allowed to dose my patients as per best practice guidelines. So I said, there's gotta be a way to do this better. My, my grandmother, uh, my grandfather, I started seeing them going in and out of long-term care. It started personal seeing the sick side of 80, and now it's been exciting to be part of Fox. Light bulb moment, like that's a complete game changer. You can see what we can do as a practice and as treating clinicians to really make 80, 85 look so much different than it did back that long ago. And boil it down into one say, it's quite simply this, it's be stronger, live better longer. Welcome to Fox Rehabilitation's Live Better Longer podcast, the podcast dedicated to clinicians who work with older adults. My name is Jim Shear and whew, we got a show for you today. So if you are listening in real time, tomorrow, October 27th is National Mentoring Day. So today on Live Better Longer, I am joined by Fox founder, Dr. Tim Fox, and Strong Bond Health founder, Dr. Julian Bond. Tim and Julian, we're going to talk mentoring today. Welcome to the podcast. Good to see you, Jim. Good to see you, Dr. Fox. Good to see you guys, too. It confuses me when you say Tim and Julian, because that's my brother's name, you know, Jim. <laughs> oh, it's bringing back memories. It's just, I'm like, I was like looking for my brother just now. <laughs> <laughs> so this story is about mentorship. So Tim, you mentored Julian. Let's, let's start from the beginning. Tim, how did you and Julian meet? Well, Julian, please correct me if I get off a little track. It uh, was, was some time ago now, right? It um, is. Yes. I was introduced to Julian through a mutual family friend, the Della Vecchia family. And I know we shared a common interest in, in that friendship uh, with that family. And uh, Marge uh, Della Vecchia gave me a ring one day who I had a great relationship with and said, hey, you know, uh, I've got this family friend that's looking for some opportunities. Uh, would you be willing to, you know, help out and, and meet with him and sit down and have a chat? Is that right, Julian? That is correct. And you, and you gave a kid. I was I remember it. I was a junior in college and I was during final season. And Dr. Fox gave me a call saying, like, good luck on your finals. And I'm Dr. Fox. And I was like, I'm not really sure who Dr. Fox is, but it's great <laughs> to meet you. <laughs> so wait, out of the blue, out of the blue, you get this call from Dr. Tim Fox and you're like, uh, OK. I was like, I was like, who is Dr. Fox? I look him up. I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy just called me. <laughs> yeah, it was a cool experience. It was definitely different. So you have a conversation and how does it end up? Because Julian, you worked with Fox Rehabilitation for a handful of years. So how does it come where you start working with Fox? Right after I was done those finals, I went to uh, back home in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, because uh, I was going to University of Maryland College Park. But I went back to Cherry Hill, New Jersey, and I went to Fox Rehabilitation and I applied and I got all assortments of jobs. Dr. Fox had me working on many different <laughs> jobs so that I could get the whole administrative aspect of uh, physical therapy. And it was a great experience. It was cool. So, so did you want to get into physical therapy at that point? Or were you oh, just looking sure. were you just looking for a summer job? No, 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 no. I knew what I wanted to. I wanted to go into physical therapy for sure, but I didn't know how to go about it. There, were, there was not much, you know, that Julian could do. You know, we sent him out in the field and did some some uh, observations, but mm -hmm. at that point in his career and his life, there wasn't much like hands-on PT could do. I, I, again, like I said, there's observations. So I'm like, well. You know, you know, it's really what we preach at Fox is you've got to, to be a well-rounded clinician. You need to understand the administrative end of things, right? That that makes a, a great clinician. And uh, so we expose him to all the different. I said, Julian, we don't have a. You're going to be in an office, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Sat behind the desk, banging out some data entry. You know, learning all the different facets of, of it. And every supervisor 
this guy worked for, he blew their minds away with his thorough nature and attention to detail and just good mannerism and hard work. And uh, Julian impressed from the beginning. There's no doubt about it, as he does Thank today. You. Well, Thank what I think is cool you. about this story is, Tim, your name is on the building. You are the founder of Fox Rehabilitation. How did you have time to sort of mentor someone? I, I, I love the fact that you did have time to mentor someone, that you made time to mentor someone. That, that's it, Jim. you got to make time. You got to make time for people. It's like love and family. You got to make the time and put it aside. If you don't, if you don't put anything into it, it starts to dissipate and disappear, right? And I, I believe that from the very beginning, believing in the strength of people, it's our mission statement to help push up the profession and and just to improve an overall condition and, and help someone with their life. That's what that's really what God wants, and I, I know that for sure. That's so, it. Julian, take us through your time with Fox. You're working these different jobs. Are, are you on the path that you want to be? Are you learning about physical therapy? And then how do you get to the point where you get your doctorate? Because you're still an undergrad mm -hmm. right now at this point in the story. So I went in first as a program integrity specialist. So that was just learning the uh, different type of filing. They stuck me in the filing closet for at least like <laughs> eight hours a day. I was in there dusting everything. Tim was like, I remember you know, that room. That wasn't easy. Tim said, you got to start from the bottom and learn. So yes, I learned <laughs> how to do that. And then I started working with um, MSPs, which were different type of insurance companies working with like auto vehicle accidents and so forth, workers' compensation. So I had to learn the ins and outs of ICD-10 codes, CPT codes. So Tim was really building me up. And I, again, the physical therapy aspect wasn't there because I was just a student coming out. I had to learn all the other stuff. But Tim gave me the, like the the foundation to learn the in and outs of physical therapy. So then when I went to the treatment side, I was like, oh, I didn't know what a CPT code is. I didn't know what an ICD-10 code is. I need to be able to apply that so then that makes sense for billing purposes and also how I do my documentation. See, I, I love this part of the story because I feel like if you talk to a lot of younger professionals, if you tell them that they have to start from the bottom and work their way up, a lot of them are like, no, thanks. So- <laughs> What kept you in it, Julian? Just the passion. I always knew I wanted to be a physical therapist. And Tim was always there encouraging me, saying, like, this is what I had to do. And we have very similar backgrounds, too, because Tim was a personal trainer before he became a physical therapist. And I went to pursue that right after I went with Tim to be a uh, personal trainer as well. So it was always the hard work, the dedication, knowing that I have both the family and the friends and the tribe aspect, the community aspect that have my back. And I also know that it's my desire to push on and achieve my dream. Do you remember any quotes from Tim? Because I'm, I'm inspired. I work with Fox Rehabilitation because of Tim. So I'm inspired. Mm -hmm. I would run through a wall after listening to Tim talk. So do you remember any particular conversations that got you amped up? Yeah, I still, it's funny you said it. I still <laughs> use it to today. Tim said to me, and don't, Tim, correct me if I'm wrong. He said, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. <laughs> Meaning like people want to actually, feel that you care about them and they don't care about all the knowledge you have if you know the crab cycle all the kind of that, that's exactly what Tim said he said the crab cycle they don't care about but if they know that you care about them they're going to be more receptive to your treatment even if it's physical therapy personal training uh, uh insurance company knowing that you care about the person that you're speaking with and or the patient that's the kind of stuff that takes physical therapy to a new place indeed did you ever quiz him on sales did you ever say did I quiz Tim? No, 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 Tim. Did you ever quiz Julian to say who who here is a salesperson? 
Oh, we we had some really good working sessions. Oh yeah, who here's that? We are everyone. Everyone's a salesperson at Fox. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Uh-huh. You almost tricked me on that. <laughs> that was a trick question, Julian. Jim Jim tried to get us. Yeah, Julian and I did a, a, a ton of work together. We'd spend some regular sessions together, just reviewing life stories, being able to tell your story clearly and succinctly. Uh, just going through some business and administration philosophies, uh, life philosophy, lots of teaching and training. I know. We've had we've had we had to sit down and have one tough conversation one day when he had to go back to school again. Yeah. <laughs> you want to tell that, Julian? Yeah, yeah. I may have heard this story. <laughs> so I heard because and by the way, I, I've been talking to Tim and Robin, and Robin's like, Do you think this would make a good podcast episode? And I said, It would make a great podcast episode. <laughs> I think it would make a great buddy movie. But Robin told me that Tim wouldn't write you a recommendation letter. That's true. That's true. So so what happened? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to, to the nitty-gritty. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I applied the first time for physical therapy school and I didn't get in. And I was like, what the heck? I gotta make sure I gotta figure it out this out. So then I went to Tim and him and I had a meeting. Tim uh, took time out of his day and he was looking at my grades. He was like, oh no, no, no. This this score right here, he said you got a B minus here, B minus here. He said, that's passing, but B minuses don't get the physical therapy school. So I went and retook two more classes at Camden County College. And then Tim said, all right, I think we have a real shot now. And I was like, all right, we got this. So I applied to Thomas Jefferson after that. And that's the only school I applied to, too. You know, everyone else sends in like 11 applications across the country. But I was like, listen, I know where I want to go. And I got my boy to back me up. So I applied and then we got in. So it was definitely just go back to school, get those B minuses to A's so they could just see that you're dedicated, you're on the grind. And then it all worked on the end. And then Tim did write that recommendation letter too. <laughs> At the end. I did that with pleasure. Hey, that's <laughs> That's just not easy, you know, having to sit down with someone saying, oh, go back, you know, go like Monopoly, right? Go back to the Pesco <laughs> and don't, don't collect 200, Julian, actually write another check. Yeah. But how, how did you That's break it. it to him? You said, no, I'm not going to do it. It's all the delivery and a conversation, right? It's it's just where he needed to be. And it's where the, the application and applicant process was at that level. And it is at that level today as far as. You know, it's, it's the first cutoff point is GPA. They'll just weed everybody out based on GPA. And, you know, unfortunately, they, the folks, universities, I think, lose a lot of talent and a lot of great people and a, a lot of great potential conditions. You know, I wasn't the smartest guy in my class, but uh, there were people that went out on their internships side by side with me. And, you know, they were straight A, uh, 4.0 GPA folks, and they didn't know how to talk to a person. They couldn't treat a person. They couldn't connect with anybody. Uh, I can name their names right now. They're ingrained into my head. Let's do it. What Let's do it. I will keep that quiet. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say that might not be good. <laughs> you know, there's folks in your class, Julian. You're just like, oh man, how are they ever going to? How are they ever going to touch a patient with their hands? But it's okay. We got we got through it all, and it's it's with kindness and respect uh, that you can have a conversation with anybody, right? I'm having a major flashback right now because Tim, you've told me your life story. And you were mentored. Was her name Gianna? Viana. Viana. Italian lady, first generation uh, that owned the Italian saute restaurant where I waited tables. So she took you under her wing. Yeah. When you would get yeah. right when you would get your paycheck, she's like, "Put some money away. Don't spend yeah. it." She she would make sure you know she she knew what I needed to make every week to survive basically and uh, she she'd make me line my money out and count it in front of her and if I was short she'd go into the cash register the till 
pull it out and make the difference up for me. She did it for years. But did it? Did she instruct you to do something? Well, I feel like there was a quote like, go out and do something nice or pay it forward. Fiona, I'm never going to be able to repay you for your generosity and kindness to me. You know, she said, Timmy, stop. She said, just do something good for someone else one day. Simple as that, period. And you kept true to that promise. Yeah, I think that's it. That's built. That's in the that's in the, the foundations of our of our practice. Right. It's how we've trained our leadership to be strong and, and be be kind, respectful, happy, do right, fear no man. We all make mistakes. Right. But when we make a mistake, admit your mistake and figure out how you how you repair it and how you fix things. So we're not perfect people, but we can sure try to be. So right now I want to take a break. We'll get into part two of this mentoring story. So don't go anywhere. You are listening to Fox Rehabilitation's Live Better Longer podcast. All right. So while we take a quick break, I want to tell you about a new series that you can find on Fox Rehabilitation's career site. That is careers.foxrehab.org. This series is called The Fox Five. It's an original series that explores the world of Fox rehabilitation through an original list created by a Fox colleague. On the last episode, we were joined by Fox occupational therapist extraordinaire, Brett Herman. And next week, we will be joined by a Fox physical therapy student. I'm excited about this episode because I'm curious what goes through the mind of a student who works with Fox Rehabilitation as they're still in school. So if you would like to watch the Fox 5, I think we've had four episodes. Next week will be number five. You can find it on our career site, which is careers.foxrehab.org. And if you're looking for a job, if you want to join the Fox family, we've also got our jobs listed on our career site, which is careers.foxrehab.org. We are back on Fox Rehabilitation's Live Better Longer podcast. Once again, if you are listening in real time, this is National Mentoring Day Eve. And with me today, Fox founder, Dr. Tim Fox, and Strong Bond Health founder, Dr. Julian Bond. That's brand new, right? Have you gotten used to Man. that? No, still no. Because <laughs> you just got May? your doctorate recently. In May, yep. In May, I got my doctor. It's still a brand new thing. I, I still I, people say Mr. Julian. I say, yep, that's fine. But now I got to start saying, no, 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 it's doctor now. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I said, I paid the bills. You've it's got impressive now. credentials. So, Julian, take us through PT school. You finally get that recommendation letter from Dr. Tim Fox. You go to Jefferson. What's your mission while you're in PT school? So my mission is, again, Tim gave me the foundation of the administrative aspect. So now starting to get into the clinical practice. So my mission was to become the best PT I can by learning the different type of musculoskeletal disorders, how to treat them, the cardiopulmonary aspects, the neuromuscular, and trying to make sure that I'm being a well-rounded physical therapy student as much as I could be. The crazy kicker is, and this is new for a lot of people in my generation, is that COVID hit in 2020. And that's when we had to learn how to be online learners for some uh, hands-on practice. And that was, uh, I'll tell you, that was the whole flip-flop of your world. We had to learn a completely different learning style to be able to succeed. 
Everything was all online, virtual. I had to practice on my dad. He still complains to this day that I maybe messed up his back. But <laughs> he, he, was my, uh, he was my practice dummy because we're, we're, we're the COVID learners. We had, to, we had to figure it out, and we did. Did you check in with Tim at all during PT school? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yep. He would always say, uh, keep grinding on those finals, making sure I'm ke- keeping it pushing, everything like that. I tell him about my clinical experiences at Jefferson Hospital. I did it at uh, Novacare. I did it at different facilities. And Tim was always like, just make sure you're being yourself. Give give them everything you have in terms of your personality. And then the clinical aspect will fall in line as you learn. So I saw the picture at your graduation party of you, Tim, and Robin. So Tim, when you were at Julian's party, this person you met as a kid who's working with Fox in the summer, who is now a doctor in PT. What was going through your mind? So proud. So proud. And you know, he, he, um, this, this kid's a, a man now and a, he, he's got what, what I was most, uh, impressed with and surprised with when I went to Julian's house was his amazing family, a network of people that care about him. He has more people in his life than I could ever imagine in my life that care about him. Genuinely, you could feel the air of pride floating around his garden. Uh, Amazing, amazing people, amazing friends, family, immediate family, really cool people, right? That's that's how he is, who he is today. And he's he's just going to get stronger, man. He's like kryptonite. (laughs) (laughs) So now, Julian, what are you up to now? So you're out of PT school. What's next? So now it's continuing what Dr. Fox and I was learning in terms of mentorship and so forth. And I started my own company. So I always say it's a blessing I didn't get into physical therapy the first year because after I didn't get in, I went to become a personal trainer. So Tim and I were still working on the application, working on grades, but then I went to uh, personal training. And that was something I was able to sustain through all throughout physical therapy school. So during COVID, I was doing classes online for people. It was about 30 people logging in because people were depressed. They were like, what can I do? So I just wanted to do something fun for the community. And I had a lot of people show up. So I was like, maybe this is something I could continue. And so now I started my own uh, physical therapy and it's going to be, it's physical therapy in the future, but personal training now. A company called Strong Bond Health, where I'm going to be uh, working with different clients, different high school, college, professional athletes. I'm doing it currently. And it's just it's what's working out. And to tie it in all to the mentorship, I just did a band camp. It was uh, Arnetta's band camp in Camden, New Jersey, where one of my clients, she's uh, uh, she plays trumpet for Beyonce. And she had a whole band camp. And I was able to go out there and mentor the kids on nutrition, health, and overall just trying to have fun and making sure you're active. Musicians are also athletes. Think about it. They're on oh the my field gosh, marching yes. So I just wanted to go out there and give a little presentation, show them the gratification I have for them. And that was something, again, that Tim instilled in me as well, just going back to the community, giving to the kids, making sure they can have a role model in their uh, field as well. And how often do you two check in with each other? Because, Tim, I feel like Julian's on another level now, and he's still going to need mm-hmm. to pick your brain. He he will, but he doesn't need me. He's got his wings. <laughs> he does He's a smart, smart fella. Honestly, he's la- he's landed on his feet and he's running fast, man. Julian Bond, Dr. Bond is running fast. Thank There's no you. doubt about it. I'm here for him whenever he needs me. But it's not that the chicken has flown the coop. That is not the, the eagle has flown the coop. He's on his way, man. Well, thank you, thank you both for your time today. I, I love this story. I love how it currently is. Although I- I'm sad that Julian didn't play sports all throughout 
PT school, <laughs> and then you decided to treat yourself to a basketball game and blew your Achilles. I'm my own first patient. I tell people that. <laughs> <laughs> I learned all physical therapy school so I could treat my dang self. And I, I told my Achilles, I was like, man, 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 last day of PT school. All right. But you'll, you'll, you'll treat yourself and you'll be fine. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm fighting. So thank you for your time for Dr. Tim Fox and Dr. Julian Bond. My name is Jim Shear, and we will see Jens, that's how we say it in Pittsburgh, later. 